Cumbria, England, the year of our Lord, 1091. Rona, crouching behind a large boulder on top of Beacon Hill, squinted her eyes and peered as hard as she could into the distance, down across the craggy, stone-littered moorland. I cannot see anyone, Elena. Elena, one of her younger cousins, huffed loudly, clearly annoyed that her older cousin didn't believe her. I swear to you, I saw them. You speak false. You have made me climb all the way up here for no reason. Rona chided her. I tell you, Elena responded earnestly, as certain as I am crouching here, I saw them, three of them. Then where are they now? I know not. Rona arched an eyebrow and fixed her cousin with a condescending look. Do you think to lure me away from my chores? I may only be three years older than you, Elena, but it makes me far wiser. I will warrant that you simply wish to get me into trouble with father when he finds out I still have my needlework to finish. Her father, as much as he admired her prowess with a bow, was trying to urge her towards more ladylike pursuits, and had asked her mother to set her tasks to do. If unfinished by the time he returned, she would be punished. Her father had two ways of punishing her, and those were to either confine her to the house for a whole day, which she absolutely detested, or, depending how bad she had been, he would give her several licks with the dreaded strap. That is unfair, Rona, Elena hissed. Upon my soul, I saw three Norman knights. They were down there, by the water's edge. Well, they are not there now. Come, you can aid me. Together we will finish the work. Elena pulled a face. Ugh, must I? Rona rolled her eyes. Sometimes Elena acted so much less mature than she should at eighteen. Aye, you must. Rona chided her, poking her in the side. Elena leapt up and began running for home. Rona called after her. If you hide, I shall find you, and there will be hell to pay. In response, Elena turned around and poked out her tongue. Rona picked up her skirts and took after her, a broad grin on her face. She may be twenty-one, but she still loved a good rough-and-tumble with her cousins and sister, especially when the air was so sweet and fresh, the autumn sun still filling the air with its warming rays. She glanced over her shoulder one last time, and then stopped dead in her tracks, her jaw going slack and her eyes widening with shock. For there, on the stony path a little way off, were the very Normans Elena had warned her of. They were astride three enormous destriers, and, worst of all, they had spotted her. In absolute panic, she sped off, shouting to Elena to hasten her pace. She could hear the hoofbeats getting louder and louder as they approached, and she whimpered in fear, spurring herself to run faster. Her mother, Hextilda, had warned them all to be wary of strangers, but most especially Normans, and with good reason, for Rona's father was Donald Canmore, brother to Malcolm Canmore, the ruling king of Scotland. Malcolm was a thorn in England's side, never submitting 
but constantly invading. When he had invaded Northumbria and Cumbria twenty years ago, and put it under Scottish rule, Donald and Hextilda made the decision to move to Cumbria to begin a new life in the extended kingdom. Malcolm had not named Donald as a successor to the throne, for he had a son to inherit the title. So, having no real reason to remain near his brother's castle, Donald had set up home further away. But living so close to the English border meant they had to be vigilant. Rona and her younger sister, Bethock, had been raised in Cumbria, and for the past five years had been joined by their cousins, Heather and Elena, whose mother, Hextilda's sister, had died from typhus. Their father, Duncan, had been killed in battle the previous year, so, having no other relatives, Hextilda had kindly taken them in.